0: Good morning, welcome to the weekly roundtable, C-SPAN. Here, a couple of quick announcements, and then we'll jump right into today's topic. So the first one is F3 is an organization where we we uh, were looking for leadership in all all kinds of different ways. One of them that we have to recognize today, as we start reporting, is um, there's 13 families that are impacted um, that are going to get notified or, or already have been notified, um, and so yesterday was a, uh, sounds like a bombing in Kabul and a bunch of Marines and a corpsman sound like they all went down. And so those 13 families just be, uh, you know, if you're that kind of guy, pray for them. Um, and you know, we want to encourage, um, Americans to be at the tip of the spear and uh, when you're at the tip of the spear, these are the kinds of things that happen. So just, uh, if you know anybody who served in Afghanistan, These are the kinds of things that they said were going to happen and it's playing out that way. So just really encourage those guys because, uh, this is a really, really tough time, um, for everybody. I'm going to leave that there, be in prayer for those families. Next thing I'm going to encourage you, if you have not listened to Jocko this week, um, he basically, um, he's talking, they're talking Chad 1000, but really good episode on our F3 mental battle. I'm going to encourage, uh, drop drill and those guys or everybody's uh, involved with mental battle. Really good one to listen to because it kind of gives his story and she basically talks through um, basically his changes after, his, you know, his brain injuries and deployments and things that happened, how he changed. And um, just a, it's a really powerful thing. I think it's about three hours long, though. And so uh, if you get a chance, take a listen to that. If you get a chance and you're a first FQ or an ANTAN uh, and you want to put together something for that Chad 1000, um, that workout, um, I think that would be a really cool thing for F3 to, to get behind. So a couple of opinion pieces there, and I'm going to tell you, jumping into today's topic. And we're going to talk Cadre Academy with Linus or Cadre Danny. And um, I know there's guys who are going to hear and hear that I'm talking about rucking and that kind of stuff. Cadre Academy is going to be much more than just um, a rucking thing. We're, and so we're looking for athletes. And so if you're somebody who doesn't understand rucking, just sit back. Um, Danny does, is going to do a really good job explaining Cadre Academy. And there is there is a fitness piece. There's more than that, but there's a fitness piece that we're looking for some top-level athletes across F3, but we're looking really for top-level leaders across F3. And so I'm going to get out of his way and let him explain it, but – don't hit, don't hit pause on this one. Just let this one play because this is going to be a great topic. This is going to be a huge change for F3, so take a listen. So let's start with the easy stuff first. And I don't ever know if I should call you Kadri, Danny, or Linus. But let's go Kadri, Danny, who e h j. you? How long have you been doing F3? Hey,
1: Thanks, C-SPAN. You can uh, call me any of those. Just don't call me late for dinner and Absolutely. I am uh, happy to plagiarize that joke which has been said a million times <laughs> but um, um. I get that question a lot, uh, who eh whom and I don't really think that I was necessarily EH'd, uh, there was no headlock necessary but the gentleman who introduced me to F3 uh, Robert Rankin out of Columbia uh, he invited me to a workout and um, when I was living in Augusta, Georgia, and that was the fall of 2014, and the rest is history.
0: All right, I'm going to do a quick props to you because Robber brings up a lot of good memories for me. So I got to see you a couple of weeks ago at uh, GTE 24, and uh, you and I hadn't. I don't. Well, I guess we'd done a few events together since then, but really we were at when it was called Grow Ruck 01, which Robber I think was our our event queue for um and there's been a bunch of guys so that have really helped the uh, gte Goruk, bono gus robber i'm I'm sure i'm missing a few other guys that have really pushed this thing for, uh, forward but on the back side of that on behalf of the nation yeah gobbler but on behalf of the nation i got to thank you because you are involved in zero one and you're still doing it and you're still pushing this thing forward and so i'm going to just say on behalf of the nation thank you for everything you've been doing because um, after experiencing GTE 24 I will say you guys have put so much work and really made it into just such a, um, I'll say a terrible experience, but it's the terrible that I love. Like it's difficult, it's hard, it's chaotic, all those things I love you guys put together just perfectly. And so behalf of the nation, I'm just going to say, thanks. So I don't know if you want to throw anybody, anybody else you need to shout out to or throw anything else out there.
1: Well, I appreciate you saying those words, uh, acknowledging the success of, of this program, you know, what we were originally calling Grow Ruck, a blend of a Grow challenge and a blend of F3's Grow School that has evolved into now what we're calling GTE, a uh, Grow Ruck training exercise. And you have a pretty cool position and a, and a very interesting perspective because you were the first one in Jack's speech. Uh, at the end of 2016 and then you were there for our most recent one there in Charlotte and so you have really seen how far it 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 has uh, progressed and I think this program within within F3 has um, expanded exponentially beyond just the actual ruck phase uh, of the GTE weekend and there's all these secondary effects, uh, you know, spinning out of um, of the necessity for leadership. We're, we're now seeing a support team come together, you know, months in advance uh, of the event execution. We're seeing a, a shared leadership team at the at the F3 nation level with uh, with Repito and 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 how he's building that out to coordinate all the logistics and um, and the transportation and uh, uh, the, the venues. Uh, so for me, it's really exciting to, to be a part of this uh, and to have been a part of it since, since class number 01. And I'm thankful for this kind of an opportunity. I'm thankful that men like Dredd and OBT, uh, you know, believed in me, empowered me. I'm thankful for our, our current regime, men like uh, Dark Helmet and Slaughter, who have, uh, you know, green-lighted my efforts to, to stand up this academy. So this is, um, in my life, very meaningful. Uh, keep, it keeps me on the straight and narrow. It gives me something to lean into. Uh, I think I have my purpose, <laughs> if you will. But um, Well,
0: and, yeah, and I, I just going to pause you right there. So if, okay. if, you haven't done an, uh, if you haven't done an event with uh, Cadre Dainey, I am going to tell you, this is, um, and before we press record, we, he and I were joking about guys we served with who we would never want to be in a foxhole with. Uh, Kadri Danny is the exact opposite. He's the exact kind of guy you want to be in a foxhole with when, when things get chaotic, right? The other thing that he's done really, really well is he's been able to snapshot that so you can experience that in a, you know, in a 48-hour period over a weekend. I think you guys, are just, that's really what your D2X has been because you're creating this leadership opportunity for somebody who, um, you know, wasn't part of the military, wasn't part of anything, but you've done such a good job of snapshotting that and creating this environment where they get a, just a peek into the training. Um, I think you've done a really good job at that. I, I just really want to say this is – it feels like this is your D2X. I, I think we found the right spot for you. Um, I'll hand that back to
1: you. I, I agree. I, I think this is this is where I am meant to be right now. Uh, I think um my my future is uh, a little bit stepping away from the event execution, uh, at, you know, the ruck phase of the GTE, and now I'm going to take on a more um, uh, uh, I don't well a different role where I'm going to. Find the next generation of F3 cadre event leaders, and the mechanism for that is uh, this cadre academy. And I'm I'm grateful, C-SPAN, for this opportunity, for this platform to talk about the, the cadre academy because we want to cast a wide net across the entire F3 population and and see what comes back. Uh, we, we we want to we want to enable men that have potential to be Ruck leaders, we want to give them an opportunity to, uh, to come do that, to, to come lead an event. Um, I do want to back up one step, though. I, I would like to give a shout-out to uh, some of the boys here in my neighborhood. Uh, I'm at F3 Defiance in Tacoma, Washington, and we've got, a, we've got a really interesting AO. We kind of have two generations. The, the original crew, Frenchie and Lunger and DDT, those guys are awesome. Uh, they're still kicking it. And then we've got a new crop uh, led mainly by Gobbler, but also guys like Garfield and Amtrak, Shooter, 5150. So anybody that's up here in the Pacific Northwest during your travels, if you want to drop in, do a workout with us, Point Defiance Park. It's a beautiful location. Yeah, and I was
0: going to say um, the other thing, you guys do have, like, uh, you guys have a beautiful AO. Like, I I know the whole country says, oh, we got the most beautiful AO. You guys do have a beautiful AO. Mm -hmm. So, and shout out to all those guys. You're right. Uh, Those guys I know are keeping you energized. I think um, what I'd like you to do now is I I just need you to kind of set the table. So, um, because when the listener hears this, I think we need to start setting the table on what what GORUCK is. Has done for Academy, you know, for Cadre and, and why F3 needs an Academy. If you could start there, because I think that'll help the listeners. Everything else we talk about it, uh, today, it will make more sense to the listeners if we say, hey, we, we started with the Gorex model, right? But it isn't a long term solution for F3. And I think if we can kind of talk about the Cadre that, and how Gorex selects and then how. What, you know, what the deficit is in F3 and why we're we're doing the academy. I think that's a great place to start. So I don't know if you could – you want to take it from there or we can do that one together. But I think that's a great place for the listener.
1: Yeah, so we're just going to assume that the audience knows the merits of a F3 grow-up training exercise or what we're calling a GTE. And I could go on and on about the effectiveness of it and the impact, but um, that – event was uh, modeled after a GORUCK Tough Challenge, which is a 12-hour RUC-based endurance event. And GORUCK, as a company, they hire event leaders that have served in the uh, U.S. military, one of the branches of of special operations, Uh, mainly from the Army Special Forces community, but any of our service branches uh, that have special operations, could potentially work for GoRuck, and a couple years ago, uh, F3 made a decision to not contract with GoRuck anymore for our for our GoRuck events, and to uh, just run them in house. And I was I was a part of that transition because I I uh, wasn't a Go, I was a GoRuck contractor I was still am, but since I had you know I was familiar with with F3 doctrine. Uh, with all the founding principles and leadership tasks that we teach, it just made sense that I could do it directly for F3 and we don't have to go through through Goruk. Uh, the dilemma, as we increase the number of these events that we're going to host next year and beyond, the dilemma is without this long roster of cadre to choose from that GORUCK has, At one point, I think GoRef had about 70 guys uh, in their cadre list, but um, since we have, you know, we're not contracting with them anymore, well, we don't have access to that to that bench. So, over the past about a year and a half or so, we have slowly increased F3's own roster of um, what I would consider qualified cadre, and we're up to about six. We also have a couple of cadre in training. These are F3 guys that have uh, shadowed a cadre during an event or two. And then we also have a couple of um, legacy cadre borrowed from the Go world that in a pinch we could probably call them up, and um, if if they're available, they could probably snap in and help us lead an event. Guys like uh, Dan Skidmore, cadre DS, uh, guys like uh, J.C., um, Kevin Randolph, those, to name a few. But with F3's stated strategy to reach 250,000 men by the year 2025 and to use the GTE program as an accelerant growth, uh, for all intents and purposes, F3 is sort of becoming its own event company uh, and will be hosting anywhere from 10 to 12 GTEs next year. In 2022 so if you do the math which is what I did uh, I looked at potentially 12 events with 150 men each uh, we simply don't have a large enough cadre pool to support that demand and it, it comes down to a ratio of one to 30 we like to we like to have one cadre event leader per 30 participants in a uh, in a ruck event that's that's for safety, but that's also for um, efficacy. You know, if you have a larger group than that, and I've had to lead uh, in the go rock world, I've had to lead events where you know 70 or 80 people, and I'm just a single cadre. You, you just don't have the bandwidth to circulate among everybody to lessons. It's just it it doesn't work. Uh, and so F3, we're not going to do that. We're going to stick to the to the one to 30 ratio. But it necessitates F3 uh, yielding or producing its own event leaders. And although GORUCK has the, has the luxury of this uh, special operations pedigree, F3 doesn't necessarily have that, so we have, to, we have to produce that in a classroom or in a training environment. But by the way, so I'm going to jump supposed in. Supposed to give me the hook whenever uh, whenever I get long winded. <laughs> so don't, don't forget. <laughs> no, you're doing great. You're doing great. That's okay. why we're we're
0: friends. Yeah, you're doing great. So I, the, the listeners are at the point that are like, okay, we get it. Not go ruck. We're doing F3. There's a deficit. How can I help? How do I get involved? What does it take to be a? Um, because I. I think the first thing I want to make sure I got clear to all these F3 guys, because they're used to hearing my voice every week, is there's going to be an application process. And uh, this isn't for everybody. And so if you apply and you don't get selected, you can call me, you can text me. Um, but I just I want you to understand this, the skill set we're looking for for these cadres uh, in, um, that are going to make it through the Cadre Academy. It's a very specialized um, skill set that we're looking for, and I guess let's—I guess that's the best place to transition to. Let's talk about what if you're an F three man. Listen to this, and this sounds like something that could be right up your alley. Let's start talking about what um, what you're looking for out of somebody who, because we're going to say there's a first F component, but if you um, if you weren't in the military and moved large groups of men around. Um, it's not easy. Like, I'm going to tell you that it's actually m- much more exhausting to be a cadre than to actually be a participant. And so why don't we start there of what, what you're kind of looking for, for somebody who's, let's say, they just need the list of what you're looking for on, to, for cadre academy, because that doesn't mean they're going to have to apply, and then they, if they, if their application makes it through, they still have to go to the, the actual training event. Let's just talk about what you're looking for, for, for somebody to apply.
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to talk through that. And I think the best way for me to answer that question is to just share with you my definition of what a competent cadre event leader is. And if anybody's got feedback, by the way, hit me up because this is just coming out of my brain and there's uh, definitely smarter guys out there. But in order to lead one of these events, we need a competent leader who is also safety conscious but let's, uh, let's hold off on the safety bit for a second. Let's just talk about competency. So as it relates to a GROW Ruck event, first off, the man has to be doctrinally sound. He's got to understand the, the documents that underpin F3's leadership and what it is that we're actually trying to teach and inculcate into the participants of a GROW Ruck event. Uh, like I said, safe, safety conscious. The event leaders got to know how to mitigate risk, how to assess risk, uh, how to enforce safety standards, and in a in a, in a, in, a um, in a stressful environment. Next thing is teaching skill. We're looking for men that know how to teach, and you know to to step back to, to the earlier topic about GoRuck. The reason that GoRuck hires so many. Green Berets or so many Army Special Forces operators is because by nature of the Green Berets' job, they teach. It's kind of like your, your, uh, second, your secondary uh, skill. High degree of fitness, obviously, that goes without saying. Uh, the next thing, effective temperament. So we're looking for a guy who can connect with people at basically all levels of the emotional spectrum. Because, you know, during a ruck event, you're going to have people get angry with you, uh, hostile. Uh, hell, we saw that in Charlotte a couple of weeks ago when we had to medical drop somebody and they didn't agree with the cadre decision. And, uh, and by the way, Shredder handled that perfectly in eloquently, cadre Shredder. But we also have to have the temperament to, to deal with men when they are um, discouraged, um, downtrodden, um, Joyful, you you, uh, you see all of this in a, a 12-hour ruck event, and so being able to connect uh, requires a certain temperament, and and so that's a, that's what we're looking for in a cadre leader, teamwork ability. So these cadre don't go out there individually and just lead an event; they are part of a cadre team, and the cadre team is a dynamic example of leadership itself, and so. Um, we're looking for candidates that have the ability to, to work together with other cadre. And then um, this, this last one is a little bit subjective and it's a little bit difficult to pin down and, and, and talk in black and white terms, but we want our F3 cadre to have some measure of reverence in the eyes of the PACs. And, and what I mean is, If we put the wrong man up there in front of the formation, giving instructions and barking orders and asking the the formation to do this and do that, if those men in the ranks don't somehow hold that cadre leader in some level of esteem, then it's just not going to work. Because, let's face it, the cadre has no authority at all to tell anybody what to do. You're there voluntarily, and you're subjecting yourself to a lot of pain and suffering voluntarily. So there has to be something to distinguish that cadre from the participant. So to achieve that, this cadre academy is going to be very difficult. And I'm thinking about 90% of F3 men would not make it through. So for anybody yeah. that passes yeah, I don't. this first, I was gonna
0: say don't 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 leave. We're not gonna tell them too much right now. We're gonna let's we'll do that next. <laughs> but I think you I think you did a great job of summarizing. We're really looking for the best of the best. The Marine Corps, we basically say, you know, uh, if you want to be a drill instructor, you got to be the best of the best. That's really what we're looking for um, for these F three cadres. I mean, and we're gonna have a crucible experience for you, and it's gonna be called Cadre Academy. But really, we're looking for Every time that we have a GTE, these are life-changing events for a lot of these guys. And I, um, just in comparison to um, the heavy I did, or GrowUp Zero One, or GTE Twenty Four, there were the the range of emotions I saw at GTE Twenty Four because guys are invested in these events. And so if you're you're listening to this and you think ah, that sounds like it would be a pretty fun way to spend a weekend, I want you to know you're having a huge. I, I think Dred said. You're you're gonna every single weekend you do one of these you're gonna be affecting every single man in your platoon that's assigned to you not assigned to you that you're around um, you know I just I I want to say there's a, also a layer of responsibility Danny's Danny did a really nice job talking about what he was looking for but as a as F3 nation we also need you to understand the impact that you're having in all these lives and, and these men who are trusting you with their safety over a 12 to 16 hour ish event. And so I'm going to hand it back to you when we can start talking about the crucible uh, moments, but for everybody that I've been involved with so far uh, that you've had at these events, those guys get everything you described there. And so we want that, we're going to continue that and we're going to hold this high standard. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Academy and how you're going to have this crucible moment for the guys who think they, um, they want to do this because, um, a lot of responsibility. I'm, I'm trying not to downplay it too much. A lot of responsibility right here. So take it from there.
1: Well, I, I think you would agree with me, C-SPAN, that the cadre that we have right now are all all, 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 all five of them, you know, very humble men. And I heard Dred, when he was on your show, talk about the uh, the impact it has when – a participant comes up to him at the end of an event and says, hey, you changed my life. And I, I've certainly heard things like that. And it's, it is gratifying, but it, it's fulfilling. But that's not the reason any of these cadre members are, are doing this. They're, they're doing it because they, they believe in the F3 mission and they want to expand the reach. Uh, and so for any, anybody in the audience, if, if you want to uh, be a cadre leader yourself, we also need you to be a humble person and not a person that is trying to fulfill their own ego. Um, we'll, we'll detect that at the Cadre Academy, and you simply won't pass. We'll, we'll simply ask you to uh, go do something else within F3 because there is no place for ego when you're a Cadre event leader. And uh, before we get into the, uh, the mechanics of the Academy, let, let me hit that uh, safety bit real quick, uh, because you mentioned responsibility. As a person goes through a, a grow ruck, you're going to be stressed and, and, and tired. It's going to be in the middle of the night. You're going to be carrying heavy stuff. And a lot of times we're walking along roadways where there's high-speed traffic and uh, there is a, there's a high risk of, uh, of injury or death. And it's, the cadre event leaders that mitigate that and there's a huge burden on the cadre to keep everybody safe because when you're the guy under the log you're just trying to survive you know the next the next hundred meters you're not thinking about big picture outside of your little bubble of suffering but that cadre leader certainly is that's his responsibility that's what we've charged him to do and not everybody's good at that not everybody's capable of that so this safety consciousness is very, very important. It's going to be a huge part of the cadre academy. Um, let, let me uh let me pass it back to you, C span to, to set me up for the next question because uh I did yeah, that thing right. So, um,
0: no, you're 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 right on it because we had to cover the safety component. I, I keep calling it responsibility. You're calling it the safety component. Um <laughs> I, I just wanted. let me do a quick side story. Grow Zero One, I had never seen guys – so it was a very difficult event, and we were very focused on not dropping anybody. And um, Danny was a little bit um, – I was just going to say he was – he knew he was dealing with a fit group of guys, and so he, uh, he, had, he, was, he wanted us to be high achievers and get a lot of mileage in. But he and I had never seen guys walk into signs, walk off curbs in the traffic, we had never seen anything like that before. And so I was so impressed by the time, you know, this is just a piece of the element when we're talking about safety and responsibility as we're looking for cadres, um, that didn't happen. You know, they, the, the cadre had walked, for GT24, they had walked the enti- almost the entire course while we, were in, um, while we were in the school. So they knew where the hazards were going to be, and they were lined up to help direct men. Because we you know when you're under log or you're injured or you're kind of crutching your way through this stuff, uh, which is gonna happen to every single person if you're involved in one of these chaotic events, you're gonna you're gonna get challenged. Uh, but the cadre had done a lot of risk mitigation. I'm thinking that's probably the best way for me to say it. And so I think uh, I'm gonna hand it back to you. We can start talking about this kind of crucible experience we're gonna put the the cadre academy is gonna have for these guys um, because neither one of us has said anything yet. Uh, but if you made it to this point in the podcast, we're going to tell you to be in the Cadre Academy, one of the requirements, you don't have to be from the military. And so I'm going to hand it back to you. Let's talk a little bit about the Cadre Academy now.
1: Okay. So as you heard me describe earlier, the number of events that we're going to host in 2022 requires us to have a bigger roster of Cadre. My assessment is that we need about 25, 25 Cadre leaders in order to service all of the events that we will, that F3 will host next. So the way that we're going to produce those cadre leaders is the F3 Cadre Academy. And I drafted up a mission statement. So if you'll humor me, let me read you the mission statement of the F3 Academy. To produce competent and safety conscious event leaders who are physically capable of planning and executing Multi-day ruck-based endurance events, and who are intellectually capable of teaching F3 values and leadership. The way that we're going to get you through this academy is four steps. The first step is screening. Uh, there is an online application that Rapido and Carmen San Diego have been working on for a couple of weeks now. It's actually ready to launch today. So, C-SPAN. By the time you you publish this podcast, the link should be hot on both the S-3 uh, Nation website and the GrowRuck website. You'll see a banner right at the top of both of those websites that says um, cadre application here. The, uh, the next step after we receive the applications. Uh, and and screen those is the the testing. And this is simply tryouts. So the tryout is gonna be in Ohio from three to five December of this year. It's gonna be a 48 hour event. And it's gonna be physically grueling. We're gonna test your mental toughness. We're gonna assess your psychological flexibility and, and, and put you through the paces. The next step is training. So in addition to this physical testing that we'll put you through, we're actually gonna provide you some very good training. And this is classroom-based teaching. We're gonna show you things like how to do a risk assessment matrix, how to coordinate with local law enforcement, uh, how to um, bandage a an artery, you know, things like that are going to be taught to you by the existing cadre members. And then the final phase, which will occur after the cadre academy, the final phase of this process is some on-the-job training, OJT, where a, a graduate of the academy will go to his first GTE as a cadre in training, or a CIT. And that CIT will shadow one of the existing cadre, and under his mentorship and tutelage, he'll get some experience. Based on his performance, he may shadow a couple of events, or he might be ready to uh, advance up the cadre ranks immediately. So after a, a cadre in training has, has uh, proven that he's competent and safety conscious, then he will become what we're calling a C2 and then, eventually, uh, after performing enough events as a two, which is uh, an assistant cadre, then he can move up one step higher in the rank structure and become a C one. A C one is the lead cadre for any given GTE. And, uh, you, want and to you read just that mission a whole lot statement right again because that was pretty
0: cool, wasn't it? No, that mission statement was solid. And I uh right. and you made it sound like this is gonna be it's it sounds like it's gonna be fun. I'm trying to upsell oh, it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah well, we'll say it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be a couple of hard days with some training, uh in Ohio in December. And it it's probably gonna be balmy, it'll probably be seventy two degrees. It'll feel a lot like San Diego <laughs> if you think about it in your mind that way. So
1: Yeah, just, um, just like San Diego, except different. It, it'll, It'll feel like San Diego,
0: except a little bit different. And I, uh, I think I need to do this one for the listeners who have made it to this point in the podcast. I'm going to say, why don't you tell us? Um, because I, I do like, uh, I do like that we have some kind of standards or things that we're looking for uh, now when you get ready for an event. We kind of have some marks like. Um, like, hey, well, you should be able to do these kinds of things if you're going to be it. And I'm, I hopefully you have something like that for guys you're looking for to be cadre because uh, we're not looking for a bunch of meatheads. We're not looking for a bunch of runners. We're looking for guys that uh, that can do both. And so, you got any standards or anything you want to share with the with listeners?
1: Yeah, let let me just talk through the prerequisites because if you do not meet these prerequisites, then there's no sense in you applying. But um, I think many, many F3 men will, will meet these prerequisites. So the first one is leadership experience. Uh, so when you fill out the application, we're going to ask you what kind of things have you, have you led. It could be in the professional arena or it could be in a nonprofit or you could be a, um, a youth coach for a football team. Wh- whatever it is, let us know your level of leadership experience. The next one is military background or equivalent. And this is a big one, C-SPAN, because we wanted to uh, open this up to anybody, not just guys that were were in the military before. So this requirement of military experience or the equivalent, if you never served in the military, just let us know what you think that you've done that sort of uh, is comparable to what we're looking for out of a, a military background which which means do you have discipline do you know how to enforce a standard uh, th- those kinds of things so you may have been a uh, I'll give you a perfect example if you write in your application that you were an Eagle Scout done <laughs> that, to me that meets that meets the uh, the prerequisite uh, if you write in and say hey I wasn't in the military but I did you know Two years of ROTC, at at whatever university. That that probably equates. Or if you tell me that, hey, I was, uh, you know, I was, I was a corrections officer, or what, whatever it is. You you let us know what you think you bring to the table, if you never served in the military. Next thing uh, for prerequisites, F three mission embodiment. So we're going to ask you, how do you live out the F three mission? That's not a part of your life, well, then you're not going to be effective leading uh, GrowRuck events since that is our target audience. The next one, we're going to ask for a recommendation by your Nantan. Now, if you don't have a personal relationship with your specific Nantan, you could also get a letter of recommendation from whomever was your cadre leader when you did your own GTE, which, by the way, that's the next. Prerequisite is you have to have successfully completed a GTE. So we'll ask you uh, which GrowRuck event did you do and who was your cadre. Uh, next prerequisite, an above-average level witness. And uh, I won't get into the PT test, but when you fill out the application, there's uh, a number of metrics we're using where you'll have to upload your results from a PT test. And uh, those instructions are in the application. And then the final thing is uh, availability. And what I mean there is you need to be available for at least four weekends next year that we would bring you to a GTE. If, uh, if your schedule is so locked down that you're just not available to travel, and, and by the way, nearly every one of these are, is going to be outside of, of your own State and region so if you're not available to travel at least four weekends out of the year we probably can't use you uh, we probably will not bring you to the Academy if that's the case so th- those are the prereqs yeah and I, I, I know you you, you buzzed through those
0: pretty good but uh, if you've made it to this point and you realize that that's probably exactly um, you think you can you can hit that part I'm going to encourage you. Like, I've been encouraging guys that say, hey, if you're doing F3 a couple times a week and you've got some miles under that ruck, you should do a GTE. I'm also going to say if if you're at this point point, you realize you heard that prerequisite list and you think you're the kind of guy that could lead um, and you have some flexibility in your schedule, so I don't want anybody quitting their day job because they think they're going to go be a cadre full time. Um, you know, we're, and I didn't even talk about this, and I, uh, I'm not sure if there is, but you're not going to make a million dollars being at F3 Cadre. You're going to impact a lot of guys' lives, but you're not going to get rich from this part-time gig on the side here. So understand this is in addition to being a dad or, you know, being a husband, being a dad, you know, all the kind of other stuff you're going to have in your life, this is something that's just going to be in addition. And so understand you made it through all that crucible moment in Ohio, and then you're going to get to training. And um, I, and I love, I just as a as a Marine, I just love that you're kinda of stepping these guys up and letting them fill all the different uh basically wear all the different hats until they become a you know, an event an event cadre. So I think that's really cool too. Dude, I'm pumped up. If I wasn't fifty three years old and beat up I'd probably think about it, but um you know, I think uh I think if you're an older guy and you're in really good shape and you have some flexibility, uh, we want we want to encourage you also uh, don't take my comment right there to say you shouldn't do it. What I'm saying is we want a good mix of guys from F3. The old days, the average age in F3 was 43 years old, and it's older than that now, um, just because all those guys who were 43 have been here for 10 years. So we want a good mix of guys. Um, obviously, we, we want some. We want a lot of the young guys who are very very fit to be, you know, in the, involved in this also. So, Danny, I feel like I feel like we told them a lot of stuff. I'm sure there's some stuff we missed. You want to give them any kind of some truth nuggets at the end here?
1: Sure. Well, I'll take you back on what you said about about the age thing and the, um, you know, the the fitness level thing. Uh, three of our six cadre are in, in their 50s, and, uh, and I'm not far behind. I, I just turned 49. Uh, it, it is a little bit grueling to, to lead these events, but uh, – any any man any any of us are are capable of meeting the physical requirements if we train properly. Uh, I, I will say those prerequisites that I just read. Each one is waiverable. So, somebody out there in the audience, if you're listening and you think, "Well, I meet all those requirements except for one," uh, let let me know. Let let me know what you're thinking. Uh, request a waiver. It's going to be up to the cadre team to approve or disapprove that, but um, I'll give you an example. We may have an F3 man out there who is a remarkable leader, a dynamic individual, you know, espouses all the things that we're looking for, but maybe he's got a disability. Maybe he's in a a wheelchair. I don't know. Well, he probably wouldn't pass some of these uh, physical standards that I've laid out, but we could certainly modify uh, just like we do at every F3 workout, just like we do at every Grow ruck event where we we modify and we scale things to meet men exactly where they are. So what I'm trying to say, C-SPAN, is, yeah, we are looking for somebody with a high degree of fitness, but we're also being reasonable and and understanding that it's the whole person concept that, that we need. Yeah, and I, I love that whole person thing. You know, I, um, I'm i just going to brag
0: on CBass. Um I got banged up a little bit at GT24, and that guy um, knew exactly what I needed to hear to, um, you know, to stay in the event and stay in the fight. My platoon was pushing me. He was pushing me. Um, that's the kind of guys we want, is we want guys who are this um, – because basically you're going to be a very dynamic leader and having 30 guys who are – at all different levels of emotion for 12 to 16 hours. We want you, um, you know, we, we want you to understand what you're signing up for, but we also want you to understand what a huge uh, and just very rewarding um, opportunity we're giving these, you know, guys to lead events. Man, you talk about Cadre Academy is going to be something you'll be putting on your resume um, saying, I, you know, I, I led, I led 35 guys through Sugar Creek, uh, with no injuries and, and no drops, you guys are going to be, I mean, guys are going to be listing Cadre Academy as part of their leadership development, and I, I just think that's really cool. So what else you want to add?
1: You're absolutely right. This academy will have the potential to produce leaders capable of things beyond the GTE. For, for example, in the Army we have Ranger School. That's like, you know, Ranger School – I know you're you're a Marine but uh, r- your Ranger school is like the pinnacle of of army leadership training. But just because you go to Ranger school doesn't only prepare you for life in the Ranger Regiment, it it prepares you for leadership across all MOSs and hell, you know, even beyond in in, in life. So that's kind of how we're thinking the Cadre Academy certainly we're trying to get event leaders and and meet the demand of our Upcoming events, but you know beyond that, graduates of F-3 Cadre Academy are going to be capable men that have the skills and the confidence to lead. You name it. You whether it's disaster relief, whether I mean things that F-3 men are already doing across the United States. You know when when tragedy strikes, but Cadre Academy is going to produce even uh, a higher yield, a higher uh, level. Uh, I yeah, think we're I close have. to 40 minutes. Of,
0: uh, yep, go I, ahead. i I'm I, I'm sorry, was tell you, I think we're getting so I, on top. I'm, I'm interrupting you. you. We're on top of our time. What else you want to tell the listeners?
1: I, I do need to talk about where this application is because I hope by now we have uh, we have stirred some souls and there's some people in the audience that want to submit their application as soon as possible. So, You can find the F3 Cadre application for the Cadre Academy. You can find it uh, linked on both the F3 Nation and the GrowRuck website. Also, our guys on the comms and the media teams, they're pushing links to the application via the uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's also going to go out in the F3 Nation newsletter. So any and all of those locations, you'll find a link to the application. Go ahead and, and fill that out. There are some documents that you're going to have to upload. Uh, if you have any issues at all or if you have questions about what we want from you, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I'll give you my email address and you can just shoot me an email and, and I'll try to answer you back just as fast as I can. It is. Actually, I can't even remember my own email. I just got a brand-new email address. That's why I want to share it with everybody. <laughs> Daniel at F3Nation.com. Oh, dude, you got an official one. I love it. So
0: give that one again, Daniel at F3Nation.
1: Correct. Daniel at got it. F3Nation.com. Uh, the dates of the Cadre Academy are December 3rd through the 5th. Uh, if you're coming from anywhere outside of southeast Ohio, you will probably need to fly into Columbus, uh, Ohio. That's the closest airport. The venue that we're using is about an hour south of Columbus. Beautiful location. I know we've been talking and joking about the cold. I don't think it's going to be severely cold there, although, who knows? The terrain is beautiful. There's a giant obstacle course there. And uh, I'll give one little. Hint, if somebody goes to a website called thisiswarx.com, you might get a peek of what's in store for you.
0: <laughs> I, I love that you're
1: giving them little nuggets. If they made it to this point, they're now they're going
0: to have the oh shit moment when they go, or, or let me think of that better word to use there. They're going to have that excitable moment when they go re- see that website <laughs> and see what's actually involved there. So, dude, it's always great talking to you. I'm so glad we found your, uh, we found your D2X, and I, I just uh, – if you're listening, Rapido's going to be on in a few weeks. If this isn't the right niche, Rapido and his team are, are going to do a really good job because I think what we're going to do out of these, these GTE events, and I saw it with Forge at, um, and his that whole support crew of FIAB, all these guys, Drop Thrill, Wegmans. I mean, shoot, they put my leg back together. Uh, you know, there's, We're going to find something for you no matter what it is. This is just one of the avenues we're coming up with that we're going to use these GTE events. To have these kind of um, these opportunities for you to jump in and, and be part of a team and and really develop your leadership, one to be develop your leadership skills as a leader, but also to, to develop your leadership uh, skills as a follower and being able to give candid feedback and then you know do a good AAR to help men get better. So there's going to be some support stuff. There's going to be these uh, the cadre academy and, and guys doing it that way, and we're just going to keep coming up with ways to to build you know, better leaders um, for our country and for our world. So, Danny, we're at the point. I'm going to let you uh, do final comments. It's just always awesome on behalf of the nation. Again, thanks for everything you've done to, you know, over 24 events, making this thing into what it is. And uh, now that we're going to be building a leadership academy, I just can't say, can't tell you enough thank yous and how proud we are of you. So you take it from here. Any final thoughts and comments?
1: Well, again, C-SPAN, I I really appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your wisdom. Uh, I appreciate the work that you put into this platform, Uh, and and thank you for bringing me to the roundtable. The final GTE this year, if you need one of those, uh, I encourage you to come to Sacramento, California, uh, correction, November 13th, the Grizzly, the final GTE of the year. This will be the sixth one this year. By the time that event's over, we will have reached uh, 600 men that have gone through a GTE. And if you need to do some ruck training to prepare for that event, I'm going to do a a personal plug. Hopefully C-SPAN doesn't get me off. But um, this Sunday, I'm going to be flying up to Boston Logan International Airport, and I'm going to grab my rucksack off the baggage carousel, and I'm going to start walking south, and I'm going to walk all the way to New York City. I'm going to reach New York City on September 11th, and I will be at the Ground Zero 9-11 Memorial at 8.46 a.m. The reason for that walk is we're coming up on the 20th year since Al-Qaeda attacked our country, uh, World Trade Center being one of the targets. The two aircraft that impacted the Twin Towers took off from Boston. So if you want to walk any of those 245 miles with me, come on out. i would be happy for the, uh, for the teamwork. That's all I got. Thanks, brother.
0: Dude, that is impressive. Now you got me you, you paused me there because I I wasn't prepared for you to say you're gonna walk from um to Boston, New York City, but that is very impressive. And uh anybody wants to join you they just hit you on that Cadre Daniel at F3 Nation email and they can catch up with the route.
1: That's right. Absolutely. Uh, join me for a mile, join me for a day, join me for all 14 days. Uh, average distance is 20 miles per day, and uh, there's no cost. This is uh, this is free. Uh, I'm just doing it to, to honor the fallen.
0: Dude, I'm so proud of you. I didn't even realize we were going to talk about that. You got me kind of choked up thinking about that. Our country's falling apart. Afghanistan looks like a disaster, and uh, we're hitting the 20th year, um, and that was just a I'm just very proud of you. Let me just leave you at that. So knuckle bumps from uh, I'm sitting in the parking deck at Charlotte uh, International or whatever this airport's called, but I'm just going to say knuckle bumps, brother. It's always good to talk to you. Keep up the good work. For the rest of you, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for being a guest on the roundtable.